dark darkness was a sublime and harmless, and it was empty and endless, and it was cold and without, and it desired to be uniform. And the matter sought to attack entropy by clumping and settling, and entropy laughed, as it knew this was furthering its own goal, and the sky and the ground were split by an atmosphere, and the atmosphere was split by towers, and the towers were split by war, and the war was split by peace, and the peace was split by expansion, because the expansion led to crowding, and the crowding led to a need, and that need was quenched with a god, a god which healed the race of beings that were suffocating on their own bodies. And the air was space, and the bodies were human. What the hell are you on about? Well, it's easier not to ask. I'm sorry, I got spacey. What was I saying? Whatever it was, it was creepy as hell. Something about war and expansion. I wasn't listening to the words, just the way he was saying it. He did not sound like a sane man. What kind of psychiatrist are you? Gee, sorry. Cody? Well, I'm almost done with the second secondary engine. You ready up there? We don't have much to do. Let's see if this salvage operation is worth it. Please. Holy hell, when did you get here? He's been there. I thought you knew. He's literally right behind my seat. If I knew he was reading over my shoulder, don't you think I'd complain? You are pretty good at that. He did show up silently. Yeah, you aren't the quietest walker, are you? How'd you manage that? I am equipped with retractable rubber soles for slippery surfaces, though they can be used for pranks. Pranks? What the hell? Robbot, you're not programmed for hijinks. I am programmed to follow my directive, but I get bored with nothing to do. Why not fill that time with something entertaining? That's unusual, but it seems harmless enough. Harmless? Sure. Next, he'll be entertaining himself by executing us while we're asleep. Oh, I doubt that. I doubt I would be capable, in fact. If you would like, I could try. As long as it's only on will. Hey! I must obey. No, Robot, don't do that. Again, I must obey. Okay, good. There is a lot wrong with that bot. He's harmless, aren't you, Robot? No, to the contrary. I am a menace and you should all fear me. Please, disable my physical safeties. Um, bad example, I guess. Look, he can't do any harm. Physical safeties and all. And his laws will prevent him from blowing us all up, so there's really nothing he can do. And what if he's figuring out how to do something? He's just a robot. You're giving him too much credit. Welcome to Empty, Episode 5. Lasting Consequences. Murphy's Law hasn't ended for us. This is Vialzebub again. I realize I haven't updated this thing for a few days now. It's been... Oh, around four days since we left Murphy's Star. We're far enough away now that the solar flares won't be a problem. Olivia, Cody, and Will have been trying to get some of the backup engines online. Nobody's gotten hurt, let alone sick. Olivia was complaining about sickly symptoms, but... This is the audio diary of Olivia White. It's been four days. Currently working on the number six engine. <sighs> Realized it's been a while. I think my last log detailed me feeling sick. Well, Doc took a look, and as it happens, I'm not. Perfect bill of health. She's healthier than I am. Oh, that's partially due to the leg. Oh man, that leg is so cool. You should have seen it. When he used any of the equipment in there, 
it would attach to an umbilical on his leg and it would light up like a Christmas tree. It was awesome. His leg is a damn computer and will interact with any of the tools in there. I performed a routine checkup using the tools at my disposal. They attached to the leg the way I assumed they would attach to anything else in the office. She was complaining of general discomfort, grogginess, tongue uncomfortable in the mouth, fluttering of the heart occasionally, etc. She showed no sickly symptoms, instead outwardly showed signs of anxiety towards her health and general discomfort. I sent her to Brent. Well, turns out I was just exaggerating what I felt, or something. He sent me to Brent, and then Brent told me that I might have general anxiety. Brent came to me later and said she's got anxiety. That might end up being fun to deal with. The commander with anxiety. As if we didn't have enough to deal with in regards to Will. Brent told me that what I was feeling was perfectly normal symptoms of being human. Apparently the tongue is never comfortable in the mouth. Apparently you're always restless when you think about being restless. Apparently I wasn't sick. Just misattributing symptoms to being sick. Anyways, this has gone on long enough. Well, I should be focusing here. Olivia, out. Huh. Hey, Cody, could you run a sweep of the planetary system at 1.46 vertical and minus 312.22 horizontal? It's a weird sight. Agreed. We've looked at every star in that area. A lot of them exhibit weird occlusion. You left the comms open again. What sort of occlusion are we talking about here? Um, near constant dimming of between 30 and 50%. Let's drop this. I've done everything I can back here anyways. Let's see if they work. If not, we'll finish later. I'm heading to the bridge. Well, she seems excited. Yeah, I think she knows what this is. May I interject? Is it important? It has to do with the physical status of the ship. We get it. Your directive is to follow the ship's directive. That takes place over your laws. Yada yada, the ship can't complete its directive in the state it's in. We're working on that. If you do not want to hear what I have to say, I will not tell you. Go ahead, robot. As you know, my directive is to further this vessel's directive. I literally just went over this. We get it. This vessel's directive cannot continue in the shape it is in. We're working on it. You see, there is a rust of unknown origin infecting every inch of the hangar bay. I fear it will take control of other parts of the ship soon. Wait, what? We were just in there yesterday. It looks fine to me. You are not equipped with the sensors I am. There is a chemical reaction which is weakening the hull slowly. Frobbot, are you lying? While my data banks contain the ability to lie, I am not utilizing those parts of it. Can you describe the oxidization you're witnessing? The material the hull is made of is reacting with a foreign substance that is coming from seemingly nowhere in a manner quite similar to oxidization. From the exothermic reaction to the lowering of the nearby oxygen content, it seems the hull is rusting. Cody, we should look into this soon. Agreed. For now, let's consider the shuttle bay quarantined. Audio log. I'm heading to the bridge as we speak. This is exciting. For once, I know something Cody doesn't. They've been looking at a series of stars lately. Ones which showed strange occlusion. We noticed them on day one, and I mentioned what I thought it was, but apparently they haven't put it together yet. I may not remember anything, but I distinctly remember what occlusion is a sign of. I can't wait to rub this one in Will's smug-ass face. And of course, to show up Cody for once. Anyways, I'm almost there. Expect an update, Loggy. 
Cody. Cody, I know what it is. That's great. I'm confused. What's going on? I'm interested in how you can know it, but not us. Something about my past. When I was signed on here, I was a CAG, Command Air Group Lead. My air group was a branch of the Tannis Builders Corps. That's the people who build things around the stars. What are you getting at here? That strange occlusion? It's a sign of disassembled planetary systems. And why would you take apart a star system? Dyson swarms. I'll be doing that. Think of that is sensible. Guys, what the hell? I don't get it. What's a Dyson swarm? Olivia, it's your idea. Would you like to do the honors? Sure. Um, well, think about a star. How much power a star has in it. Now, think about how much power you could reap if you were to take that power just in the form of light alone. Wrap a star with solar panels, so to speak. This is what a Dyson Swarm tries to do. It harnesses every aspect it can from a star using solar panels. Millions, billions, even trillions of stations orbiting the star collecting power and either beaming it to places it's needed using lasers or using it on the station itself. This would look to an outside observer like a massive drop in how much light the star is outputting. Something like 30 to 50 percent? That missing percentage would go straight to the stations absorbing them. That's pretty awesome, actually. Let's head to one and check it out, eh? Adjusting course. Closest star with occlusion is a day away at this pace. Maybe we can find ourselves some spare parts. Or a better ship. This thing is barely functioning. I've grown sort of attached to this one, even if it doesn't have a name. Holy hell, you're right. We don't even know this name of the ship. With all due respect, there's the pressing matter in the shuttle bay, which still needs attended to. The shuttle bay is under quarantine until Will and I sort out this alien rust problem. Robbot, come with me. Will, stay here and brief the commander. Ugh, do I have to? I'm sorry. Would you rather put yourself in the position of being exposed to a possibly dangerous substance? Have fun, you two. I hope the bot rusts along with you. Will? What's this about alien rust? Well, Commander. Okay, Robot, where's this? Holy hell. It seems the reaction has accelerated. It would not be at this stage had the reaction continued at its normal speed. Will, this is definitely a problem. Whatever this is, it's turned the surface of the shuttle bay into some kind of gel. Jesus, it's warm in here, too. Understood. Staying here. Does it look like it's dangerous? Looks like it's only affecting the metal surfaces, not the plastic coating of the shuttle's hull. Looks like whatever it is relies on contact to transfer as well, since the metal parts of the shuttle's engines are off the ground. We can still get out of here. I'll grab some equipment and bring it down to take a closer look. Well, this is liable to envelop the whole ship. Looks like we'll need a new one after all. Damn it. What did I tell you? Just hurry up. I'll go check on our robot samples, see what's happened to them. I get the feeling that whatever is causing this shuttle bay mishap came from the asteroid. I did detect a similar oxidation effect on the asteroid surface, emanating from the button the robot I destroyed was attacking. He wasn't attacking it. He was hitting it with his head. Besides, why didn't you mention this before? Nobody asked. Hey, Doc. Good book? Hey, Will. Not really. What are you doing down here? Checking on our patient. The robot mask you recovered, or the halves of it. It's changed a bit. I chalked it up to being exposed to an atmosphere. We're entertaining a different idea for now. Describe it to me before I see it. Oh, it's gathered a sheen. One that looks like a gel of some kind. That's all I needed to hear. 
What's going on? It might be a good idea to examine everyone who came back. And take a look at that leg of yours. There's a weird rust on board, and we don't know how volatile it is. If you notice any of that gel on your leg, cut it off. You're kidding. Yep, sure am. Just look at the mask. Hey, Brent, have you ever gone exploring on this ship? I usually stay in my quarters and think about how small we are in the grand scheme of things. Right. Want to go explore the burnt areas of the ship with me? They look totally different than they did. I've been through them on the way to and from the secondary engines, but haven't had time to properly look around. What do you expect to find? That's the fun part. I have no idea. Well, I mean, we can see what happens then. Let's see what we find. So you're coated in an enamel mixture that simulates teeth? That's weird. As I've stated, it should prevent me from rusting the way the rest of the vessel is. Hey, is that Will? Hey, Will, come here. Ugh, I'm headed to the bridge. Aren't you going to Medbay? Yeah, but we have something interesting to share. This isn't going to affect anything but exposed metal. Robbot is safe because he has an enamel coating. Great. So what? Well, we'll see you later, I guess. Sure, whatever. Did he seem more annoyed than usual? Yeah, he did. Weird. Audio log. It's me, Beelzebub, sitting in my altar chamber waiting for blood. I'm not going to say I'm excited, but without something to do, I've gotten restless. I'll sit and wait and hope something happens. I've been reading more of that book. I decided to read the first book. There's some pretty lasting consequences in this one. Right off the bat, the first people on Earth are granted curses that trickle down to all their descendants. Here's the story. God makes man and woman. Whether or not man and woman were made before animals or after is another question. They are put in paradise and given one rule. Don't eat from a couple trees God set up. One grants eternal life. The other grants knowledge of right and wrong. After being given these rules, God makes these trees bear edible, good-looking fruit and leaves them alone, expecting these curious, childlike creatures to do what they're told when they don't even know the difference between right and wrong yet. He tells them that they'll die the day they eat it. But that turned out to be a lie. A snake knew this and told them as much. They tried the fruit and gained the knowledge of good and evil, right and wrong. They then knew they screwed up and got caught in the act. Well, God isn't a lenient one. For this, he made it so human lives expired. Men had to toil in the fields for food, and women gave birth painfully. 
not just for them, but for every living human thereafter. Another one. The first man and woman have two sons, Cain, a farmer, and Abel, a sheepherder. The sons sacrifice their labors to God. God likes Abel's sacrifice more than Cain's, so Cain, in a fit of jealousy, murders his brother. God, apparently sad that he isn't getting the good sacrifices anymore, marks Cain for death. Some centuries later, after the world has enough people on it to build cities, the humans get a great idea. Let's make a mark for ourselves and build a tower to heaven. Well, God is afraid that they'll succeed in gaining godlike omnipotence. His solution? Scatter them all across the earth and give them new languages so nobody can understand each other ever again. What do these stories have in common? Lasting consequences. All of mankind is cursed for the mistakes of two individuals who didn't know any better. Cain is marked for life because he killed his brother out of jealousy. Humanity's language is fractured forever because they thought they would try to build their way to heaven. These consequences translated in the futures of these people unexpectedly. Mankind didn't expect to be punished for building a tower. Cain had no idea he would be marked. Hell, the first humans didn't even know what they were doing was wrong. Are we doing something wrong without realizing it? I think I hear someone coming down the hallway. It's faint, but it's definitely Robbot Servos. I should go. Enamel seems like something that would really easily wear off. It's closer to glass in hardness. It's simply a synthesized calcium-based outer layer. All the same, why not just dip your parts in heated glass? Enamel seems like a strange substance to use on a robot. It does seem counterproductive to protecting. Perhaps there's some usage we're not aware of. Who is it? Hey, Doc. Remember those weird stars we were looking at? We think we know what they are. Meet us on the bridge. We'll be there soon. Gladly. Anything I should do once I'm there? We're on track for one of those stars now. Ask Will which one. Try and gather as much data as you can from it. Can do. See you soon. That star looks interesting. You can almost see a cloud around it from here. Brent, nothing to add? Huh. Alone at last. Ugh, screw it. Nobody's around, the silence is getting to me, and I need to get this off my chest. I don't dare talk to anyone on board. It would damage my reputation here. This ship is mine. Mine, damn it. I have sunk every ounce of my strength into her and her livelihood. I was there from the beginning. I kept her afloat and monitored her. I am the reason we're still here. But now, she's too far gone. She lost her legs and has to crawl now. Riding prosthetics, but that's only going to do so much. She had another chance at life. And now she's dying. There's nothing we can do at this point to save her. And nobody else is to blame, so I can't put my anger on anyone else. Will. Cody sent me. I'm supposed to watch the star. Don't bother, I can do that. And fly the ship? And keep the ship in order? And keep the secondary engines from exploding like the primary ones did? I assume you got those running at least. Nobody said jack shit to me since I was sent to medbay. Flying is more drifting than maneuvering. The ship is in order, and we haven't tested the secondary engines yet. But if you really want something to do, go ahead and jump on the telescopes, not like it matters too much. 
Just something to do. Busy work. Gladly. What's the coordinates of the star? Uh, the big one in front of us. We're a day away at this rate. Do we have a name for it? Not yet. I have a few ideas, but everyone loves Cody and that robot so much, I can't name it anything I'd like to. Uh, so cynical. I'm a realist. Cody's a pushover. Robot is homicidal. And they're both lunatics motivated by their own interests. I'm living with it. Speaking of which, where are they? Off working on the rust problem. About that. My leg is fine. Not sure what you were worried about. I'm not worried. It's not my leg. That's a strange stroke of luck, though. Whatever this is, is eating metal like the plague. Robot seems to be okay, too. I heard he and Cody talking about his enamel coating or something. Him? Why does everyone personify that damn robot? But yeah, it makes sense. The shuttle's hull wasn't affected, and it's glazed in plastic. Robot should be a puddle right now, but he isn't. A coating makes sense. A barrier against the rust. Is your leg coated? It might be. Who knows? It hasn't experienced anything abnormal yet. Could be some lacquer or acrylic. Maybe even an oil. Who knows? Who cares? I mean, I'm kind of curious. Why should I care? My god, you're insufferable. Whoa, calm down there, Mr. Hulk. No need to get angry. (laughs) You're insufferable and impossible to work with. Seriously, there is no need to get so angry over my personality. Like hell there isn't. You happen to be an important part of this ship's crew. But I get the feeling that's only because you're making yourself important. Is that so? I've seen you firsthand force responsibilities on yourself. Jobs Cody could just as easily do. Cody has taught me how to do jobs, and you've made it clear that you could do those better. Robot could probably replace you for Pete's sake. And you're just sitting on your high horse preventing exactly what you fear most. And what could it be that I fear most? You fear that we'll find out that you aren't as important as you've made yourself. That you're only as important to us as anyone else. You're afraid of being normal. And that makes you weak. Now, you listen here and you listen good. I don't take to insults lightly. If you'll be kind enough to let me retort, I'll gladly prove you wrong. Because every word you've spoken dripping with ire and bile is absolutely insane. You have 30 seconds. Then I either leave this bridge before I gut you, or sit down and do my job silently. (laughs) Big talk. 20 seconds, then. Let's start with Robot, eh? If I disrespected Chain of Command, I could dismantle him myself. Cody? She sleeps on the bridge, for Christ's sake. They. Whatever. If I were intimidated by her, I could arrange for her console to short out in the night and cause a fire. And you, if you were a threat to my superiority, I'd simply send you to a job too dangerous for you to handle yourself. Say, a well-timed coolant leak somewhere near the engine bays. Or something like, oh, I don't know, helping that bot and Cody clean up our rust situation. So come on, big guy. Have a seat, calm down, and do the job I could do better. I really do hate you. (laughs) Join the club. Yeah, this is advanced for sure. It's a nanovirus. It reproduces a copy of itself, excreting the waste products onto the metal surface. The byproduct is a molecule similar to oxygen. I wonder why something like this would be made. Will? What do you want? I have a question. What would you make of a robotic nanite swarm made to reproduce from any nearby material? I'd say a weapon, but why listen to me? Get Doc or Brent on the line. They're not after your job. What? Ignore him. He's... Stressed. Listen, what does it do exactly? It's tiny robots which reproduce themselves from nearby metallic materials and produces an oxygen-like molecule as waste. There's quadrillions of them by my estimate. Bad news is, it's spreading. This ship is going to be destroyed before long. Is there any way to remove them? 
It looks like they can be brushed off. Good news for wherever we end up landing. Will they spread if we enter the system? Very probably. That could be a problem. If we enter an inhabited system, we could pollute it with this stuff. That's a really good point. We're still heading towards the star. We'll figure out what to do soon enough. You focus on our rust problem. Will and I have things up here. Sure thing. Olivia, wait up. We're almost there, though. Almost where? I'm calling it the mess. It's a mess of a room that might have been a mess hall. I glanced in once on my way past. I don't exercise much. Here we are. The mess. God, you walk fast. What do you think? What? Oh. Looks, uh, looks pretty burnt out. Is it safe? We're about to find out. Oh boy. Wow, looks like a lot of crap got scattered all over the floor. Probably Will's maneuvering the other day. Some of that got pretty rough. I guess usually there would be someone here to clean it up after something like that. It's actually kind of pretty. I'd call it foreboding. I have the beholder, I guess. This place has an ugly vaulted ceiling, has no functioning lights, is full of debris, and is tart black. How is any of this pretty? It's a valuable metaphor for where we are now. Apparently the only living creatures sifting through the husks of what once was. I'd still say this is foreboding. Well, this is enlightening. Where to next? Oh, come on. We've hardly scratched this room. <sighs> Fine. Let's look around then. What does this look like to you? Oh my god, is that a body? What would someone be doing out of cryosleep on a trip here? I... I have no idea. How do you think he died? There's no way he'd die of burning to death. What do you think he died of? I... I'm, I'm not sure. Hey, Cody, we... Uh, we found a body. She's busy. What is it? They. Uh, looks like we found someone outside of cryosleep. Ugh, neat. What should I care? Well... Why do you why do you think he'd be out of cryosleep? Could have been a stowaway. Look, I'm a little busy. Call me another time. Will out. Big help he was. A s- stowaway. Why would someone want to stow away on a colony ship? From my understanding, just from reading the papers in my room, there was a lot of stuff in the selection process. He might have wanted to come along. What about a silent observer? Uh wait, what? A silent observer? Someone who wanted to see what happened here? They'd have to be immortal. That's crazy, Brent. I mean, you and I haven't aged a day in the months we've been on board. Your hair's a little longer, and I've trimmed my fingernails twice, sure, but otherwise we haven't so much as gained a new laugh line. I get the feeling that some sort of longevity devices are inside of us. What do you mean? A life extension. I think we might be immortal, too. Immortal? Now you're sounding crazy. Come on, let's finish exploring. Wait, 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 look. He has something around his neck. It looks like a puzzle piece. Just looks like a diamond to me. No, look, there, on what should be a flat end, there's room for two more pieces to attach. It almost looks like one point of a star. We'll likely never learn what that's about. You're probably right. Ugh, that's frustrating. Let's move on.
There's nothing but occlusion so far from this star. Not a regular signal, not a concentrated burst, not even the burn of engines. Just like the rest of the universe. Just like the rest of the universe. Tell you what, there's no reason to do that. Why don't I show you how power regulation works? It's pretty easy and hella forgiving. Is this your idea of a peace offering? If you want to call it that. Well, why not? I'll give it a go. Perfect. Here, we have the generator here. This is pretty much all I can get from these guys. Non-toxic, only dangerous to metal objects, it's pretty simple to be honest. Robbot, do you have any suggestions? Could these be altered to attack human physiology? I mean, probably not. Why? I may require assistance in making them do so. I doubt I could do it myself. Damn it, Robot, we are not using these to kill ourselves. I will attempt to do so myself, then. No, you won't. I must obey. Good. Let's go to the bridge and sort things out with the others. Come on, Brent. I'm not running to keep up this time. The quarters are just a little further. There's quarters on the other side of the ship, too, and those weren't burnt. I know. I sleep in mine. Look, there's something here. I'm sure of it. Whatever it is probably has been burnt beyond repair. Yeah, but it will still be cool to look at, like uncovering the past or something. The past being less than two weeks ago? The past being millions of years ago. It would be the same stuff, just burnt. It almost sounds interesting when you put it like that. I can see them. Brent, come on. Right, all right. I'm coming. I'm coming. Oh my god, this is a mess. Not just destroyed by a fire messy, though. Like... Messy room destroyed by a fire, Messy. Look above the door. Looks like an important insignia of some kind. It does. Huh. What does a diamond under two chevrons mean to you? Uh, Rank, probably. Uh, Who knows? Maybe it's the captain? Let's look around the room and see if there's any clues as to what rank they were. Look who's suddenly curious. Hey, without Will around, someone's got to be the cynical jerk. Do they, though? Uh, Here, look. Right on the bed. A book. Or maybe a block of wood, or a stack of post-it notes. It's really burnt up, Brent. What makes you say it's a book? The spine. That's... really creepy. Is that an actual spine? Like, an, an animal spine? And ribs to make the cover, it looks like. What the hell? How did we miss that when we came in? What? By, by the the door. Oh God, those those aren't animal bones. What? Oh God, what sort of psychopath frames door with human remains? Where do you think he got him? Why do you think he was using them? Should we tell the others? I don't see why we should. There's a reason we shouldn't. Because there's no reason we should, it might be interesting and creepy, but just because it exists doesn't mean it would help anything to let people know it's here. Besides, it'll be like, I don't know, our little death secret? Like a skeleton in the closet? Oh, too soon. Sorry. The walls are all black, too. This is terrifying. I'm going back up front. Are you coming? Come on. We have a mystery here. The 
case of the psychopath cultist. Stop having fun with this. The guy was probably a shipboard serial killer. Either way, I'm with you. Not sure I want to know how many other secrets the ship has. So how's it going over there, Doc? Fine. I learned fast. That's good. If you run into something weird, call me over. I've been trying to track down a bug in the system. I'll keep an eye out. Well, this is a problem we need to solve sooner rather than later. We might not last more than a week with the way this is spreading. We don't have any way of stopping it now, either. Damn it! You okay? I'm just... frustrated. I finally got a handle on this ship. And now, she's caught cancer. It's not that big a deal. We'll head to that inhabited star and find loads of ships. Maybe even help. If we find help, we'll be executing them. Since when are you in the mood to try and save people? What do you think I've been doing on this godforsaken ship since we woke up, huh? I've done nothing but try to save the lives on board this ship. And since certain people don't seem to want to live, my job has been hard. Olivia keeps prying me away from what I need to do. The rest of you act like my caution is somehow insulting. That's because your idea of voicing caution is insults. Well, you all need to grow tougher skins. This is the real world. If you hear something you disagree with, suck it up. There's no need to turn yourself into a victim. Fight back if you don't like it. Guys, look at this. The system just lit up. With what? Looks like coherent signals. They're all over the system. Why would that suddenly happen? Maybe some sort of comms jamming field? I'm not sure. Olivia to the bridge. We have contacts on radar. Why would they need a jamming field? Do you see any signs of life? Other than comm signals, no. There's nothing accelerating out there. There are a lot of new contacts for sure. Holy hell, look at the size of some of these ships. Ours is around a kilometer long and we're barely able to keep her afloat. Let's ignore the bigger ones. That's gotta be at least 40 kilometers long. 32.46 to be exact, and it's the largest in the system as far as scans show. How the hell did we miss something like that on the way in? These guys were hiding something from someone. Or trying to preserve nature. Preserve nature by building ships the size of cities? By dampening their footprint against the galaxy. Keep the stars looking like they did before colonization happened. Just look at the size of some of these ships, though. That could easily hold a planet under siege just by threatening to crash into it. Tell me that's not a warship. I guarantee you any ships we find will be armed to the teeth. Sitrep, what's going on? We arrived in the system. Dozens of contacts appeared out of nowhere, all apparently dead in space. Uh, so we'll be fine then? I thought we were days away. We still are, from the star itself. There's no visible planets in the system, so we don't have much point of reference for where the system should start. Whatever is in here, though, has been masking its presence. Is? Like, living? Are we about to see something we were never meant to? <sighs> Look, Lovecraft, there's nothing alive in here. He means there's something functional here. Has been for about 32,000 years now. Who's Lovecraft? Look, right here. If we go by our system, this is the perfect ship for us. Class C in size with what looks like active power systems running. Class C? Good God, you're full of questions. We class ships on size. A shuttle-sized ship would be class E. A ship with a crew of six, class D. And a ship with a crew of ten is class C. But there's only five of us. Yeah, but there won't be much free space on the ship with five people and a robot when there's only room for six of us, huh? What are the other classes, can I ask? A little late to wonder, isn't it? See what we were talking about earlier, Will? Oh, shut up. Class Bs are ships that are either big enough to hold one other functional vessel or can hold a crew of upwards of 10. Class A is a ship that can hold more than one other vessel or a crew of 100 or more. Guys, focus. What are we going to do? How long till we're there? About six hours to the flagged ship. Great. Brent, go pack up for us. We'll be leaving soon. 
Ask Robbot if you need help. I won't let you down. Doc, hand over the control to Cody. I'll need you to help me prep the shuttle. Cody, is it safe down there? The gel should form a barrier between you and the bots. I'd suggest decontamination in an external environment. A spacewalk? You're telling me we're going to scrub the shuttle in space? If that's what it takes. We'll set up a course that will take us close to that ship Doc was talking about. Huh. No shit. Cody, try and hail some of the ships. I know it's probably frivolous, but give it a shot. Yes, ma'am. Doc, come with me. You and I can try to get the shuttle somewhere where we don't have to decontaminate ourselves to access. Everyone ready? Let's go. Thank you for listening to this episode of Empty, Lasting Consequences, starring Kavoth Harris as Olivia White, Garrett Escobedo as Doc, Remington Grunewald as Brent Pavel, Dylan Loper as Rob Butt, Caitlin Newcomer as Cody Kay, and Alex Olson as William Brown. Written, directed, and produced by Thrown Together Productions. Check out throwtopro.com. That's T-H-R-O-T-O-P-R-O dot com. Do you want season two? If we can get just 50 supporters on Patreon, we'll work around the clock to bring it to you ASAP. You can find us on Google Play, iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcatcher. Check out emptypodcast.wordpress.com. Thank you so much, Sarah Werner of Girl in Space, Michelle Smart, Tiffany Newcomer, and Martin Drew. It's patrons like you that help us through the show. And every patron on our channel is one more towards our goal of 50 patrons. We're not making season two until then. Find us at patreon.com slash emptypodcast. Nextly, check out Everlasting Beholders, our sister podcast, on SoundCloud, iTunes, or a podcatcher of your choice. She's our crossover with The Rise of King Asylus. Have any comments? Any questions? Email us at emptypodcast at gmail.com. Lastly, feel free to give us to your friends. We can't expand if you don't give us reason to.